Welcome to the Pets Who Thrive podcast, where we cover all areas of natural animal health and challenge what we've been conditioned to think regarding how to raise and keep a healthy pet. My name is Tammy. I'm an entrepreneur and a certified animal naturopath with a passion for animals and empowering other pet owners with tools for creating the healthiest version of your amazing pets. Let's dive in. Hello, welcome to today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about the importance of rotating proteins, along with the thermogenic properties of different proteins and how these can affect your pet's health. Many of us are under the impression that we should never switch our pet's food. We have heard over and over and over, don't change your pet's food. We are told that this can cause many issues, including digestive upsets. This theory is actually a myth, and today we're going to go a little deeper into why this is. Eating the same food every day can not only be boring for your dog, but may also negatively impact their health. Throughout history, dogs have had rotating diets. A rotating protein diet mimics the diet of ancestral dogs that constantly had to hunt or find their food. The three major benefits of rotating proteins are helping with food allergies, a healthier digestive system, and the nutrient benefits of different types of proteins. According to Dr. Gene Dodds, rotating foods mimic the ancestral diet of dogs and helps to create a strong intestinal environment. So let's take a look at the first one being food allergies. Food allergies and intolerance in dogs can be due to the constant exposure of the same protein. This oftentimes leads to itchy paws or skin and upset stomachs. Over time, your dog's immune system will have an adverse reaction to the same protein that is being fed. By rotating proteins, your dog's immune system will be stronger, which can reduce sensitivity to food allergies. Healthier digestive system. Changing up the proteins given to your dog can also promote a healthier digestive system. Your dog's GI tract needs good bacteria to help with the digestion process. By feeding the same food day in and day out, you are limiting the diversity of different types of beneficial bacteria in the gut. By varying the diet with rotational feeding, your pet's digestive tract can become stronger, making it easier for them to break down new proteins, leading to less upset stomachs. Nutritional benefits from feeding different proteins. Rotating proteins for your pet can help with overall health as every single protein provides a different set of nutrients and amino acids. Amino acids are the building blocks of protein, making it so important for your pet to get a wide variation of these amino acid profiles. Additionally, you will provide your pet with a variety of macro and micro nutrients. For example, vitamin A retinol can be found in chicken pork, egg, salmon, halibut, haddock, sardines, liver, kidney, brain, and tuna. Vitamin B1, thiamine, for example, can be found in liver, rabbit, chicken, turkey, pork, lamb, goat, ostrich, buffalo, egg, beef, salmon, halibut, haddock, and sardine. And just one more example, vitamin C can be found in liver, kidney, heart, and fish. And the list goes on and on. So bottom line, every single protein, as well as organ meat and eggs, they have a function. They they give the animal the nutrients that it needs. So tips for rotating your dog's protein. 
And how often should you rotate your pet's food? The schedule for rotating your pet's food is dependent on your comfort level and preference. There's really no right answer. Some pet parents change their dog's food daily, while others rotate diets weekly or monthly. Whether you opt for daily, weekly, or monthly, it's all about a smooth transition. Initially, it's best not to switch your pet's diet suddenly. Some dogs have sensitive stomachs and changing protein sources can upset their tummies. Follow the basic rules for changing any dog food or cat food by gradually mixing about 25% of the new food with 75% of the old food for a few days, then move to 50% and 50% for a few days until you are at 100% of the new food. One thing I always tell my customers and my clients is let their poop be your guide during this transition. At each phase, if their poop is firm, move to the next step of the transition. If the poop becomes soft, go back to the previous step for a few days before moving to the next phase again. Typically, a transition lasts about 10 days. However, remember that each pet is different. Your dog or cat may need more or less time to transition between meals. Be sure to observe your pet and adjust your plan according to their needs. Additionally, instead of opting to change their entire bowl in one sitting, you could opt to start by rotating a topper with different protein and vegetable combinations. This requires less transition time as the core part of their meals stays consistent. After you repeat this process several times, your pet system may get used to digesting different sorts of foods. It will likely become stronger and stronger and may eventually, over a period of a few weeks, be just as capable of accepting and embracing mealtime changes as you or their well counterparts. I have an example that I'd like to share with you. I have a dog that used to be fed kibble um, every single meal, and he used to just kind of pick a little bit here and there. And he had a very, very sensitive tummy, so he could never switch off of that food um, because he would end up with horrible diarrhea for days. So now that he's come to live with me, he is a raw-fed dog, and we switch out proteins all the time. In fact, some meals he might have duck, he might have rabbit, and he might have fish all in one meal. Um, and he does not have any trouble um, digestively anymore. But his body has become accustomed to the changes and his bacteria has become better at handling the changes. So it is possible. Just keep in mind when switching proteins, even though initially your pet may experience some digestive upsets, try to see the transition through. As long as everything else seems to be going well with the transition, it may take a little more time for them to adjust digestively. You can just always take a step back on your transition. Try it and you might be surprised. Every day we hear from our customers on a regular basis. When they switch to a different protein or a fresh diet, they say things like, once I switched my dog from the food I was feeding to a different one, his itching subsided. Her eyes stopped draining. He stopped licking his paws. His ears cleared up and he no longer has tummy issues. Of course, every single dog and cat are different, and where switching to a different protein in some cases can have positive dramatic results 
there may be an underlying health issue that needs to be addressed for those that may not see those results. As you are looking at rotating proteins, something else to consider is recognizing that different proteins have different thermogenic properties. Depending on your pet and what they are experiencing, following the rules of traditional Chinese medicine, or TCM, as it relates to warming and cooling foods, can also be beneficial to balancing their health. Hang in there with me as we explore what all of this means. So for thousands of years, traditional Chinese medicine experts have known that some foods could cool down or increase the internal temperature of the body. With this came knowledge of the different energies of warm and cool foods. Nutrition and traditional Chinese medicine were partnered. The TCM experts found the idea to be of value when approaching nutritional needs during different seasons or when considering different human health issues, including allergies and other ailments, and feeding different kinds of proteins ranging from hot to cold. These ancient experts applied this knowledge to their healing practices through dietary recommendations. Their concept was a simple and logical one. Some illnesses may have a cause related to imbalances within the body, and using food as medicine would help bring the body back into balance in the most natural and lasting way. Some beings ran warm, some cooler, and comfort could be achieved through balance. Their harmonious concept of yin and yang applied here, with the idea that health is a matter of maintaining a good internal balance via the foods we consume. The energy of the animal interacts with the energy of the food. In traditional Chinese medicine, it is believed that every being possesses its own unique energy, and the energy of the food that is consumed will therefore interact with the energy of the human or animal. When it comes to our pets, those aware of holistic remedies and teachings pay attention to TCM. For example, within this concept, the liver is considered the source of qi, the body's life force, and its function should therefore be smooth and balanced. But if the pet's liver overheats because of an allergic reaction to the food it is processing, then phlegm can accumulate, affecting the coat of the animal, making it feel greasy to the touch. Energy and behavior can be affected by an imbalance in the yin and yang of consumed foods. It is felt. This traditional idea is in use to this day and is now receiving fresh attention in the spheres of both human and animal nutrition. For example, it is said that an animal with a cold energy will seek warm foods and an animal with a warm energy might seek the cooling energies of a cooling food or cool protein. A pet who prefers the constant warmth of blankets in a fleece bed or suffers from arthritis would be said to have a cool energy and might therefore seek the comfort of what TCM classifies as warm foods and warm proteins. Conversely, a pet that seems to prefer finding a cooler spot on a floor, likes to stay out of the sun, or is prone to panting, might be said to have a warm energy. To know for sure, a trained TCM practitioner may be asked to evaluate the animal. Whether your pet has red, itchy skin or mucus, the traditional Chinese medicine teachings focused on the idea that food yin-yang imbalance may be the culprit and food rebalancing could be the solution. 
Let's take a look at an interesting topic here in a very simple way for those just getting interested in the, in the idea. We want to stress that TCM and nutrition is a complicated subject, but here to start are some of the basics worth knowing. Yin and yang of food groups, a traditional Chinese medicine perspective. In general, the energy properties of food groups as viewed from a traditional Chinese medicine philosophy of yin and yang are as follows. Cool foods, which are considered yin foods, and cool proteins decrease the temperature within our bodies and tend to be lower in calories while higher in potassium. Fresh cold drinks and water are also part of the cool or yin group. Warm foods, which are yang foods, and warm proteins help bring heat to our bodies and often are higher in calories and sodium. Ideal for colder months, they help warm the body. Neutral foods are part of the balance too, oil, rice, and most fishes. Hot foods operate on the same principles, bringing extra needed warmth to the system. Eating too much of one food group can throw your body's balance off, so one should ideally aim for a diet that offers a workable balance between the warm, cool, and neutral food groups. For a human, this Chinese system proposes a healthy diet is two parts yin and three parts yang, supplemented with the neutral foodstuffs for flavor, fiber, and protein. For pets, on the other hand, we look for a perfect balance between the forces of yin and yang via the foods we feed them. Let's take a closer look at the foods that are considered warming and those that are cooling and how to choose which would suit your pet best. This is not a complete list. Herbsmith has a fabulous food chart detailing a more inclusive list, and I will include the link to this chart in the show notes. So for example, if we look at neutral foods, generally neutral foods will tonify qi and blood and harmonize yin and yang. They can be used in combination with other types of foods to add variety and choice or decrease the harshness of a very cold or very hot diet. So we're going to be looking at only the meats and the fish that are in the neutral foods category. That will include beef, beef liver, goose, pork, pork liver, pork kidneys, pork feet, quail, tripe, bison, and then the fish is carp, catfish, herring, mackerel, salmon, sardine, sturgeon, and tuna. And then when we move to the cooling foods, yin is qualities of inward, quiet, nighttime, maternal, cool, and fluids. Yin tonics are foods which tonify the coolness and fluids of the body. Signs of yang excess include seeking cool places, panting, thirst, red eyes, panting at night, dry skin, dry cough, and restlessness. So the cooling foods under meats and and fish are going to be duck and rabbit, and fish is going to be clam, cod, crab, scallop, and whitefish. Chi tonic, which are warming foods. Chi tonic foods are foods that warm the body, allowing the body to develop and maintain warmth. Chi deficiency is seen as general weakness, fatigue, exercise intolerance, poor appetite, chronic diarrhea, 
loss of body weight, muscle atrophy, shortness of breath, asthma and or urinary or fecal incontinence. So the meats and fish that are going to be warming foods are chicken, chicken liver, ham, pheasant, turkey, and the fish is going to be anchovy, lobster, mussel, prawn, and shrimp. Then if we look at the yang, hot foods, yang is the opposite of yin. Yang qualities include outward active male, daytime, heat, and inflammation. Yang tonic foods are the hottest or most heat generating foods. Yang deficiency animals are heat seeking, lie in front of fires or under bed covers, have coldness to ears, nose, back, and limbs. So the meats and the fish that are going to be considered hot foods are lamb, mutton, sheep, venison, and fish is trout. So to put it in a little bit simpler terms, um, many of the hot, itchy animals may see relief from being plagued by these issues when eliminating warming hot foods such as lamb, mutton, sheep, and venison, and focus on feeding cooling or cold foods such as rabbit, duck, and whitefish. Neutral foods may also be included in this plan as well, especially during the colder months. Keep in mind, the way that animals are raised for food before slaughter like if they're confined or if they're truly pasture-raised, how foods are prepared and at which temperature they are served will affect a meal's energetic influence on the body or chi of the pet. When cooked, a food's energy is altered from the raw energy to be more warming. When a warm ingredient is served raw and cold, this will have a cooler influence. When a cool ingredient is served cooked or heated, it can have a warmer effect. The hottest forms of cooking involve very high heat, such as frying or grilling. Steaming, baking, dehydrating, braising, and other forms of slow and low temperature cooking is a moderate, slightly warming method of preparation. Remember, chi is an energetic life force moving throughout the body that will naturally change in character via seasonal or other influences, such as age, life stressors, diet, or other factors. Making adjustments to their diet should be done frequently or at least seasonally to maintain balance over time. Adjust your selections according to your animal's needs and imbalances with variety being a staple of life for them. Again, try it. You might be surprised and your pet will thank you for it. And as always, take it slow in the beginning. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you love this episode, share it with someone who may also want to help their pet. You can share it now or post it on social media. Tag me in it so that I can reach back out to you. I'm so proud of you for taking steps to help your amazing furry family member. Talk to you soon.